In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here. I hope everybody is enjoying this absolute gorgeous spring weather because I know I could use some sunshine after being indoors all winter. So I'm absolutely thrilled. It's springtime. Um, I have lots on my agenda coming up in the next couple of weeks with uh All of my three kids, my husband and I, we all celebrate birthdays. Starting Monday, March 19th, will be my son, Garrett, who's turning eight. Um, His birthday is Monday. And then one after another until June 1st, we're all having birthdays in the Jirasi household. So lots of fun things coming up for the spring. Um, But I want to start with the business tip of the week. And I was just speaking of my dear son, Garrett. So Garrett's actually seven right now. And last week, as many of you know, I am a den leader for the Cub Scouts. And we had our very, very exciting Pinewood Derby on Friday night. So I guess it started probably on, well, Wednesday when my kids had to go and we had to weigh in the cars. It's a huge um it's a very precise, um, I guess you might want to say it's a legal thing where the car cannot weigh anything over five ounces. So my son was excited. He actually decided to design his car as an angry bird. And my other son, CJ, did an amazing job also. But CJ has a different personality than Garrett. Garrett's attitude from the moment he weighed in was, Mom, I'm going to win a trophy. And I was a little nervous because there were quite a few cars in the race. All day Thursday, the day before the race, he's dancing around the house. And I said, Garrett, what are you so excited about? He goes, Mom, tomorrow night I'm getting that trophy. And I said, oh, my goodness gracious, how am I going to bring this, you know, my poor son, how am I going to bring him down a few notches just in case he doesn't get it? So I said, you know, Garrett, not everybody can win. We can put our best foot forward, but not everybody is going to win the race. Um, Saturday, uh, Friday came, and sure enough, he was going to school. He said, Mom, I'm going to tell my teacher I'm going to win that trophy tonight. And I said, oh, my goodness. I'm going to have a very upset child on my hands if he doesn't win that trophy. And it was kind of funny. As a mother, I didn't want to, like, bring him down 
it was almost like I just wanted to help him with his expectations, but there was something funny going on in my head. I said, as a mother, as an entrepreneur, as a person who has the secret sitting on her bookshelf, I just didn't have the heart to tell him he wasn't going to win. So the moral of the story is I want everybody to know that my son actually won the trophy. And he looked at me, he held that trophy up so high in the air with a big smile on his head, on his face. And he said, Mom, I told you I was going to win. And now look how big my trophy is. And he was so proud to go into school on Monday to show his teacher, I told you I was going to win. And look how great my trophy is. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, Positive thinking really could bring positive results. So if you haven't read the book, The Secret, this is the perfect example. Um, How things, when you think positively, things really, really could happen. But I also do want to say he did an amazing job. He painted this car completely by himself. He did it completely by himself. And it looked like a seven-year-old's car, but he did win that trophy. So anyway, Garrett is this... You know, radio show today is going to be dedicated to my sweet little Garrett. So, all right. With that, let's move on with our show. We have a wonderful guest today. Her name's Diana Annan, um, um, who has been a leader in the virtual assistant industry since opening her business in 1985. She's the president of Virtual Word Publishing, and she'll give us our website, you know, as we get to know her on the show. She specializes in publicity and marketing and PR and VA coaching. So talk about somebody who wears tons of hats. At least I'm not the only one here. She's the author of numerous books on business startups, including Virtual Assistant, the series, Become a Highly Successful Sought-After VA. She also wrote the book, So You Want to Be a a Work-at-Home Mom, A Christian's Guide to Starting a Home-Based Business. She's been featured all over the place in major media, including CBS, 4 News, Fox News, CNN, Women's World Magazine, USA Today, Wall Street Journal, and so many more. Plus, works hard to get her clients' major media mentions as well. She's a mother to three fabulous kids, and she has a very supportive husband, which is so important when you're running your own business. But with that, I'd like to welcome Diana to Paying It Forward. Good morning, Diana. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Well, thank And I you. loved your story. Yay! I was rooting for him. <laughs> Diana, how funny is that? I mean, he was determined he was winning that trophy. And, I love you know, it. As entrepreneurs, don't we have to be the same way? It's almost like losing is not an option. It's just we have to win. And winning comes in different levels, but we must win. And that was his attitude. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. And we say it so often, too, it's so much of being in business is the confidence that you have in. And by having that confidence, I mean, you just project it out not only to potential clients, but in the work that you do. And so it just shines through. Yeah, so I think you're so right. So I'm glad you like that story because sometimes, well, Diana, you had your own radio show right here on Toginet, correct? I do. I did, <laughs> yes. And Jill still does. Jill Hart, uh, Christian Work at Home Moms. Um, I think it's at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. 
her show. I used to co-host that with her. Oh, great. So you have lots of experience here with the radio. Yes. All right. So you know how it is. You know, a lot of times, Diana, you're talking and you're saying to yourself, am I talking to myself? So I'm so glad I'm not. (laughs) So um, anyway. All right. So, Diana, tell us a little more about yourself. What did you do like when you were younger? Um, Did you go to college? You know, what did you major in? How did all that start? You know, how did you end up where you are today as far as owning your business? I know you have years and years of experience doing what you're doing. Right, right. Yes, I did. I went to, um, back then I went and got an associate degree in secretarial science, um, which is, um, you know, that's the field I was going into. And then later and later on, even after I had kids, I went back and got my paralegal degree because um, at the time I still had my business, but I wanted, I was doing legal um, legal assisting and legal transcription, and I just wanted to do more, so I got my paralegal degree. Um, and, and I continually take, um, I, I'm of the mindset that the more you learn, the better you can be for not only yourself, but for your clients as well. So I'm constantly taking teleseminars and, and courses to just kind of keep on top of it and improve my skills. Um, I started back in 85, and if you're, you know, as many know, back then, home-based businesses weren't as you know, commonplace as they are now, and, and I had a lot of people saying, oh, you can't do that, that's impossible, <laughs> you know, what are you, you know, what, you just don't want to work, that's what I got the most of, you oh just my. don't want to work, and I'm like, I do want to work, you know, so, and it's such a thrill to be able to say, hey, I did it, and, uh. and, and I have been really fortunate in the fact that I just absolutely love what I do, Great. and, you know, my kids have grown up with me working at home, and I think they are just uh, I think it's such a positive for them, to, too, to just see that, you know, goal after goal, dream after dream come true. Oh, that makes me feel a little better, Diana, because a lot of times as mom entrepreneurs, sometimes I feel so guilty because, you know, if my kids have a bad day at school, you know, we have our routines. I am just like all about routines in this house because we don't have a lot of spare time on our hands. And if they're having a bad day, my daughter will come into my office and she'll say, Mommy, no computer. I need you. Oh, yes. (laughs) And the guilt is there. But the flip side of it is when my 10-year-old comes home from school and the teacher writes me a note saying he just did an amazing presentation in front of kids that are in the fifth and sixth grade, it makes me feel like, you know what, they do see us as entrepreneurs. Absolutely. They're gaining a lot from that experience and from that exposure. So I feel better that you said that, Diana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then we have challenges, too. Like, you know, this week is spring break, and then summer comes up, and then it's like all different challenges that you face, you know, and it's kind of like you want to be there and have fun. and so you, But you, you, you have workarounds, you know. It's like, okay, I'm going to take off. Like this week, I'm taking off Friday. So I work all week, but then Friday and then the weekend, we'll just have a great time, you know, so... Yeah, I think that's so important. And that creates the balance for everybody. Right, so, right. So I think that's probably the key going on here. But, you know, Diana, before we get started with the, our whole interview, I have to tell you, I am just in awe. I couldn't sleep. We have just a little less than a minute before break, so I want to just squeeze in this story. So I couldn't sleep last night. I got up. I'm up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm doing some research, and I came across that Forbes article all about Sarah Blakely, who just turned like 41 years 
years old. She is the founder of Spanx and became the youngest woman, self-made woman, to become a billionaire. Can you believe that, Diana? (laughs) Wow. I know. I know. What a fabulous article, too. And I read that article and I said to myself, gosh, she, she took the exact same steps that I'm taking, bringing a product to the marketplace. It doesn't matter what product it is. You have to almost follow the same steps. Yes, it might be a different market, but it's almost the same kind of steps that you have to do. And it's a ton of hard work, but she did it. And I'm so proud of her. And we're trying to get her on paying it forward. So we'll see how that goes. But we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back with Diana Annan. Um, Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Hey, moms, get ready for Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Living the Dream Mom is about the true realities of motherhood, the beauty and the rewards of watching your children grow. All these moms have something in common. They put their kids first. It's not about the kids all the time and the diapers and the bottles and the breastfeeding. It's about showcasing the mother in motherhood, real moms in the real world. Do you get it? Now that's what the show's about. So every week, let's get together and we'll share these great stories with you guys. And I hope by the end of the show, you'll be saying, you know what? That is my life. Nina gets it. And I can't hardly wait to see what she brings me next week. Don't miss the next Living the Dream Mom. It's Real Moms in the Real World. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry. On toginet.com. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children ages 24 to 18 who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. As we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and we have Diana Ennen on the line with us. So, Diana, tell us a little bit about a virtual assistant. I mean, a couple of, I think it might have been already a year ago on my show, my listeners might remember me talking about the many tasks that we can outsource to virtual assistants. Um, So, let's talk about virtual assistants, and what's your take on it? 
Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I think they're the best, next best thing to peanut butter and banana sandwiches um, <laughs> because they are. It's just incredible. When, when we started, when I started, you know, um, back then we were called um, word processors or secretarial services. And then in the '90s, when the internet came and you could just do everything virtually, um, when I started, I would, you know, I would transcribe work. I would, you know, and then I had to to get up and deliver it to my clients, you know. Um, but then with the internet, um, it was just you were just able to do everything virtually, and so you know I could um, type for you know attorneys, um, and then I could just you know email them the document. So it was really fabulous, and really what a virtual assistant is is um, and 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 I'll also go into all the amazing things that they can do too because um, it's just they can just do practically anything that you know your your assistant used to do your secretary used to do um they're highly skilled professionals they provide administrative support uh, pr and marketing um website bookkeeping pretty much anything you know that that's really needed um social media is another really huge area that they they focus on today um online shopping carts that kind of thing and and we we work for you know the businesses um attorneys um authors who really just have so much work to do and they they just can't do it i think we always say with a virtual assistant is one of the the benefits is is we take over the task that you don't have the time for or the skills for and then you're freed up to do what you do best you know especially like speakers who get to go out there and speak and that's where they make their money um the virtual assistant can be back you know, uh, doing the PR and setting up the teleseminars or setting up the events and, and really just the, the nuts and bolts of, of everything that goes into business. Oh, I, I think that's a, such a great idea. And, you know, with social media, I absolutely love it. A year ago, I didn't know very much about it. Now I've got thousands and thousands of followers on my Twitter um, and I'm coming up to speed with Facebook and LinkedIn and, you know, it's all great. And Diana, I love putting my time into it, but I have to tell you, there's only a certain number of time, time or hours in the day. And I think that's probably a great area to outsource. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. And, and, and what, the, what the VA can do in, in like social media is, you know, so many times, especially now, um, you know, Facebook is coming up with a new change that's going to be effective at the end of the month. And just so many people don't, you know, it's hard to keep up with all the changes that they, sure. they constantly make. It's like impossible, you know. But here all you have to do is say to your VA, okay, here, take over. You know, I, I guess there's a new change coming up. And, and a lot of times with virtual assistants, they already know about it, and they're the ones that tell the client, hey, this is forthcoming, um, this is what I'm going to do. You know, so you don't even have to worry about things like that. But, you know, creating your Facebook page um, on mm-hmm. Twitter and LinkedIn. Um, you know, the other thing that I do a lot for my clients is, you know, let's say I'm doing publicity for them and I've written an article for them, um, and I'm going to distribute that article out. Um, I will also take um, from that article and create a couple of tweets from that, you know, and then use the hashtag like PR tips or VA tips or if it's a speaker, you know, the hashtag speaker. And then by being by creating the tips from that, I'm able to then successfully get that out. And then, you know, they get more power for all the media that they do. So that's just another area that the virtual assistants can help with. 
Um, I think and, that's such a brilliant idea. Oh, because... it really, it really works because you know you really want with everything you do in PR, you want to get the most you know from it, and this enables yeah. you to do that. Well, you know, we put a lot of time and effort in the articles that we write. We might as well get them out as much as we possibly can, and every. Um, tweet that you do. Let's say you did five tweets on the exact same article. You're linking everybody to the same article, but you're rewording your tweets, which I think is great. Absolutely, absolutely. And the other thing that they can do is, you know, let's just say we, um, you know, with that article, you know, let's just say it's picked up by, um, you know, what I'll do sometimes too is in that article, I'll pitch it, you know, to radio shows or to different areas. And let's say a, not a great site picks it up, um, then they can kind of do that social bookmarking and say, hey, here's our article here, you know, and that's just something that you're just so busy. The business is so busy, business owner is so busy to do that they don't catch those things. And, you know, so I have Google Alert set up for my articles and my clients' articles, and so I can catch those right away and say, oh, look, it pick, was picked up here, and then, you know, use that in one of my um, tweets, and then it, it's like, you know, not only does it give you good material to treat, to treat, but it gets, you know, just so much power with everything else you're doing. Yeah, I love that idea. But, Diana, besides hiring you, for, you know, to do all of this, how does, perhaps there's listeners out there who already have VA assi virtual assistants out there. How do we know if we chose the right person? Like, uh -huh. or how can we really um, go out there and hire the right person? Absolutely. And, you know, that's a great question because one of the things is, is you know, you kind of, um, you want to go with the VA that has the skills you're looking for. And that's, that's very important, you know. Um, you know, like if someone's going to hire me, they know they're going to get PR and marketing. Um, I don't do bookkeeping, you know. So, so okay. you know, when you, what I recommend is, you know, when you're first looking, just type in Google, you know, virtual assistant bookkeeping, virtual assistant publicity, or need a virtual assistant who, you know, for bookkeeping. And that's just one of the ways that you can find them. Um, but, okay. you know, first of all, make sure they excel at the skills that you're looking for. Um, and, and, you know, their website should be a clear indication of that because it should be, you know, front and center, we do this. You know, check out their testimonials. Um, you, know, um, you know, are other people satisfied? And then the testimonials, read through them as well. And, and really get, you know, because you can really tell, you know, when, when, when they say, you know, they just they go over and above. Um, they're always looking to help. You know, that kind of thing can really just be those magical terms that you want. Um, okay. Another thing that's really important is, is you kind of want to, and, and you get this from working with them, you know, you really want the personality to match, too. You know, I'm, I'm a really upbeat, you know, I, you know, and that's, you know, that's the kind of client that I'm looking for is, you know, really just, a, you know, that, that's positive and, you know. So you can tell that with the VA. Um, the majority okay. of time you're going to be, it's a great, you know, everything works out great. But just know, too, that if it's not working out, you know, address the issues. Communication is so key because a lot of times the VA might not understand that there's something going on. So address the issues, and then if it doesn't, you know, work out, you know, that's fine to, you know, sever the ties. You don't want to keep the relationship going longer than it feels good, you know, because then you get yeah. you know, resentful and, ooh, you know. No, I think you're so right. A lot of successful business owners, what they say is hire slowly, 
but fire quickly. So if you do get yourself in a bind that you feel that you hired the wrong person, the best thing to do is probably if you've tried the communication, you've tried to work it out and you just realize that it's not a good fit. The most important thing I think is to bow out as quickly as you possibly can for the business sake. And a lot of times, Diana, we get emotionally invested and there's a lot of times where we just have to put on our business hat and say, you know what, for the sake of my business, this is what I need to do. Exactly. Exactly. And, and normally, and I, and, and I always say this too, because so many times the virtual assistant is, is pretty much aware when it's not, because they can feel the vibe too. You know, they can feel it, you know, um, this doesn't seem to be going right, you know, so a lot of times they will even bring it up. You know, how do you feel this is, and that's one of the things I encourage virtual assistants that I train is, you know, um, be, be up front, you know, and you be the one that, like, when I, you know, we send my retainer every month, I'm going to say, hey, how is things going? Is there any way we can improve? So you kind of open the door so they don't have to come out out of the blue and say, well, can we do this? You know, so I actively encourage them to say, you know, what can we do better here? Or, or, or is there an area of that we're, we're lacking? You know, and then we, you know, work on those areas. Well, um, I think that's a great suggestion. And I like that for any business owner right. who might be on a retainer. To always make it, you know, number one, no matter how much communication happens via email, I do think that a quick phone call once a month just to give the client a heads up, even if they don't answer their phone, not many people answer their phone these days, but if they don't answer the phone, at least they hear your voice and I love the way that sounds. How's everything going? Are you pleased with our services? Is there anything else we can do to help you? I love that. So, Diana, I think that applies to everybody, not just virtual assistants. So that's a great point. So tell us something. What are some of the challenges of starting a business? We're switching Uh, gears here just a little, but I think, you know, so many of us as business owners, we, we experience tons of challenges, but... I thought maybe I'd just shoot that question out to you. Sure, sure. And, you know, there, and I, I, I've talked to some, you know, not business owners, you know, you know just entrepreneurs, and they got this, this it's just going to be so, so fabulous right from the beginning, and clients are just going to flock to me, and I'm going to work, you know, four hours a day. And, you know, and they, they had their expectations are like, whoa, I can't wait to see them in about a month and a half, you know. <laughs> right. It, you know, it can be fabulous, and it really is. But I think the, the main thing you have to realize when you're starting your business is it is work. And you, it, what you get out of your business is what you put into your business. Yeah. If you are not, you know, um, you have, and especially in marketing, you have to constantly be marketing your business. Even when you have a full client base, if you yeah. stop marketing and you just aren't out there on social media or not connecting with yeah. your network and, you know, nobody, you just disappear because you have clients, um, you know, that can be really detrimental to your business. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. And I just think it's so, so important. You said something that I say quite often. You know, we have, we're wearing lots of different hats. And sometimes we get pulled away from our business for personal matters. But I always try to remind myself, you get what you put into it. So if you've got to get up in the middle of the night to put those hours in, then do what you have to do. So anyway, we're halfway through our show already. But we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back shortly. Thanks, everyone. 
We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism. The historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years? How can we hold on to what we hold dear? And the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on Toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here. So, Diana, I know I shot that question out to you about, you know, any challenges in starting a business. And I think we did pretty good there with just two minutes left to the show. But um, I think it's so important for us to talk marketing. And I kind of feel like you're such an expert in that. I'd like to spend the next segment doing that. I mean, my listeners know this is like my big, big week, um, my product, my Glovey's product is actually on the shelves of the Dwayne Reed stores in Manhattan, which is very, very exciting. We actually made it into 72 stores. And I have to tell you, Diana, all of the work that I put into my product, it's taken me six years. But marketing it's so, so, so important because if people don't know you're on the shelves, how are they, how's your product going to come off it? And this is where I think I, I want to pick your brains here a little and see what kind of marketing tips do you have for us? Excellent, excellent. <clears throat> Jimmy, and I just love talking marketing. And congratulations, that is fabulous. Oh, thanks, Diane. I'm so, so excited. It's it's going to be my test to see how great Glubbies really are. So I'm very excited about it. But, all right, so tell us what we can okay. do as far as marketing goes. Sure, sure. Well, one of the things, and, and, you know, it does differ on the product or service that you have, but mainly mm-hmm. marketing is, is, is pretty basic. The thing to do is to, um, I always say, is the, the rinse and repeat process. And that is 
Um, when you're considering your marketing plan and you're, you're getting together and deciding on the marketing, just know that, that the steps you do this month, you should repeat next month and the following month. So um, okay. don't just, you know, like um, I'm a big advocate of article marketing and press release marketing. I just think that it is just so phenomenal to to get out there and a way to show your expertise. So, you know, so create an article, create press releases, send them out to the top places. Um, but then next How month. How often, do- Diana, that's mm-hmm. a great idea. And then the ma- next month do the same. But like. What is a good number? Is there a magical number of how many articles or how many press releases a small business should do on a monthly basis? There is. Um, you know, like, and, and, but it all depends on the client, too. Um, okay. I have one client that, that I do an article a week for, and we send them out to the, great, to the best places, um, and she adds those articles to her to her blog. So we really get the most exposure for each article. And, you know, she has said what a tremendous, you know, asset that has been because, you know, the thing is, is it really shows your expertise. And people are, they, they tend to start looking forward to that article. Um, they kind of know something new is coming. You know, for me, when I write an article, I also put it in my newsletter. Um, so, you know, every, all my subscribers, all my, you know, valuable you know, people that have trusted me to sign up for my newsletter, you know, get to see my articles as well. Um, so, you know, I would say the, the least that you want to do, the very least, is to uh-huh. do once a, one a month. My okay. best recommendation would be if you could do two a month, every two weeks, you know, to write an article, um, I would highly recommend that, you know, and then to definitely send to the top ten places. Um, you know, and I do have a listing of that if anybody wants to, you know, contact me. I have the top ones that I send to. Um, and that's ever-changing, too. One of the things with article marketing is make sure that, you know, when you submit to the site, um, you go back in and you check those stats. Because um, sometimes you'll find even the best article submission sites, you know, they don't tend to be, they, they're not approving them or something else. This doesn't happen with, like, easing articles or ideal marketers, their self-growth. Those are huge. They have the staff to do it. But some of the best ones, even, you know, with, that have good page ranking, you know, something goes on and they, they just aren't accepting the articles. They're not, you know, they, they're review, not reviewing them. And, and you're wasting your time if you're not checking your stats. Um, okay. and, and, and all it is when you submit the article, you just, you know, there's a, you know, submit an article here and then there's a button to check your stats. And so, you know, make sure you're checking your stats. If you're finding that the place you're submitting to is getting one or two views a month, you know, that's really, is, is it worth your time to submit to that place? Um, you know, there's just better places to submit to that are going to get, you know, 20 and 30, you know, and upwards. So, you know, okay. And I that. think that's such a good point, Diana, because you just never know who's going to read that article. Right. I mean, I always tell the story about how I got quoted in the San Francisco Chronicle, and it was based on my gloveys. And next thing you know, the producer of ABC Nightline News calls me, and I was like, wow, I cannot believe that happened. But right. simply because he read that one article. So um, lots of things can can, you know, come out of that. And also, you're just getting your name out there. Absolutely. It's so important that, you know, in our small community of mom entrepreneurs that actually 
have brought products to the marketplace. We're a small group, and I'll tell you, we all kind of know each other. And it's because our name comes up in articles, in the newspaper. We happen to be on TV for a few minutes, you know, so it's super important. Absolutely. And when you get those recognition, this is one of the things that I do for clients as well, is let's just say you got mentioned in the Wall Street Journal or the Women's World or something big. You know, that's a great um, reason to write a press release. You know, we were just quoted in the Wall Street Journal, but don't, you know, don't just say, you know, in your press release, it's newsworthy that you were quoted in there. But take it a step further and say, we were just quoted in, you know, Women's World on why a home-based business is important. And then in the press release, you know, kind of go into those kind of tips, too. So you're offering more than just, I was quoted here. I was quoted here. I'm an expert on this topic, and this is why I'm an expert on this topic. You know, and that can really get you a lot more traction. And people who might not have seen that, that Women's Day article or the you know the 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 you know like in your the newspaper article they might not have tension as well yeah. the other thing i think is pitching pitching is really um you know huge and and you know which is again too one of the ways that i was able to to fortunately be on your show is you know you create a pitch and then you find a targeted group that you send to and, and you personalize it's very important when you're pitching the media or you're pitching anybody that you just don't you know you 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 really want to personalize it and send out individual you know you want to know that the the pitch that you're sending out is going to the right target audience because not only are you wasting your time if you're sending it to the wrong audience um, but you're annoying the person that gets it. You know, you don't want you're yourself. You know, if you're getting some, you know, guest recommendations and it's on, you know, uh, let's just say a sports topic or something, you're like, wait, have they seen my site? <laughs> yeah, know. that's so funny. Yeah, yeah. So I, really, you know, in your pitches, you know, target it to the, you know, you know, an email pitch. You know, I usually in my pitches all a lot of times, you know, include one of my articles or include something that just shows your expertise. You know, um, so pitching can be a, a great thing to consider too in your in your yeah. marketing effort. I um, think that's great. Now, Diana, do you have a special routine that you follow, perhaps on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis? How do you stay so productive when it comes to marketing? Oh, that that is great, and 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 you know, I know a lot of business owners do it themselves, but you know, I do PR for a lot of people. Um, so I want to make sure, too, that I do PR for my own business as well because, you know, I don't want to disappear either, you know. Sure. Um, uh-huh. So what I do is is I have a set thing I for my own business. You know, I want to send out um, – I try to do two articles a month. I try to do a press release whenever anything is newsworthy. Um, I send out pitches, you know, um, and I try to do – what I try to do is, you know, I kind of use that article in my pitch. You know, um, so I try to do a, you know, a pitch to a different group. I try every month, but at least every two months I'm sending out a new pitch to a new target audience. Um, Social media is huge, too, for me. I got, um, I think, like 6,000 followers on Twitter. Um, And to me, if, if, you know, and I enjoy it. Uh, That's the thing is, you know, I could outsource that, but I really love um, the time I spend on social media. So I designate in my to-do, in my, I'm a big to-doer, is my uh-huh. to-do list. And I, I have time set aside that is my social media time. And every day I have, you know, several times a day that I just devote to, you know, on Twitter or Facebook 
And, and I think that is so critical because I have gotten so many clients from that. Oh, uh, see, and it's that's just a matter of getting, yeah, it's just a matter of, of setting yourself, you know, in the to-do list, you have to, for me at least, I have to put, you know, that I'm, in, you know, my business is important too, so I have to put that in my to-do list. This is what I'm going to do. You know, I know a lot of business owners, they create, like my co-author, Kelly Partner of the Via the Series, she she designates Friday as business development day, and she just spends the entire Friday, um, you know, uh, on her business. And her clients all know that, you know, if some emergency come up, I'm sure she would help with. But she spends that whole day on business development. And, and if you can do that, that's a great thing to do. Uh, just the key. I love is, that suggestion. I think yeah. that that's so important because, you know, I also always say it's so important to try not to work in your business, right. but to work on your business. So if you are, if you do have that luxury of setting aside a full day to work on business development, I love that that idea. I think that's great. And um, I have to tell you, one of my guests, Diana, a while ago, she was one of my very first guests, so it had to be over two years ago. She didn't. She had a really, really successful business, and she had two young kids at home. And she told me her secret to success was that she picked one day a week to do each of the major tasks in her business. Now, of course, social media is a little different, but it's similar to your concept here, is that she always, well, for sales, she spent two days a week doing that. So every Tuesday and every Thursday were her sales days. I think Wednesday was her financial day where she paid her bills. She got all of her finances in order and everything. And I believe Monday was her marketing day. And Friday might have been her planning day, if I'm not mistaken. But I don't know. It was always such an important um I don't know, an intriguing way to run your business. And it worked for her and... I don't know. It just seems to be another good way of trying to get the most out of the hours that you actually have to put into your business. Absolutely. I love that idea. And, and the thing is with that is you get into the pattern. And once you have a pattern, it kind of feels weird if you're not doing it. So if I'm sure one day she missed doing that, she would feel, oh, I, I have to do that. You know. So you just get used to doing it. So it becomes a way of life. And that's really a great way to... to you know, keep your business thriving. Yeah, I think that's great, but um, I can't believe it. We're coming up to our very last segment of the show today. The show flew by, but Diana's going to share with us some incredible business tips. She's got her five business tips she'll be sharing with us. So we'll be back really quickly, everyone. Hang in there. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Hey, moms, get ready for Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Living the Dream Mom is about the true realities of motherhood, the beauty and the rewards of watching your children grow. 
all these moms have something in common. They put their kids first. It's not about the kids all the time and the diapers and the bottles and the breastfeeding. It's about showcasing the mother in motherhood. Real moms in the real world. You get it? Now that's what the show is about. So every week, let's get together and we'll share these great stories with you guys. And I hope by the end of the show, you'll be saying, you know what? That is my life. Nina gets it. And I can't hardly wait to see what she brings me next week. Don't miss the next Living the Dream Mom. It's Real Moms in the Real World. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry on toginet.com. Mark Lipinski is coming to Toginet. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. A live two-hour show Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 Central on toginet.com. Creative Mojo. It's fun, entertaining, informative, inspirational, and illuminating. Lipinski has worked on such shows as Oprah, The View, The Joan Rivers Show, and Ricky Lake. He's busy, but he's got the drive to share with Creative Mojo, dedicated to the modern crafter and crafting lifestyle. Dive into the info and enjoy everything from celebs to entertainment news to recipes, quilting and needlework, knitting, painting, woodworking, Christmas crafts, and so much more. This show boldly encourages you to discover and harness your own creative spirit by living creatively every day. For more on Mark and the show, check out marklepinski.com. Don't miss the fun. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Levinsky. Wednesday afternoon, starting at 3, 2 Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I have Diana Ennen on the line with us. So, Diana, can you tell me how my listeners can get in touch with you if they have a question or, you know, maybe they want to hire you for some PR and marketing? Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yes. Um, They can contact me at diana at virtualwordpublishing.com. And that's my website as well, virtualwordpublishing.com. I also blog at Diana Ennen. And I'm on Twitter and Facebook, um, both by my name, Diane, uh, on Twitter, it's at Diana Ennen, and on Facebook, it's um, Virtual Word Publishing and also Diana Ennen. So, and also, I do okay. have a free um, PR informational package that just really gives some of the tips that I've given and some of the sites that I submit to, and I'd be happy to send that to anybody if they would just email me. Oh, that's great. And Diana, that includes the top 10 places to send your um, your article to when we were talking before you had mentioned that there's, you know, 10 places we really should send. Absolutely. And it also has um, it also has some of the press release places as well. Oh, okay. So that's great. Now, I just want everybody to know it's spelled Diana, D-I-A-N-A, and Ennen is E-N-N-E-N. Okay, so it's N-N-E-N-N-E-N. Okay, so that's perfect. All right, we got that covered. So let's just talk about something real quick, and I can see it's your business tip number one. So we were talking about outsourcing some of our PR, our marketing, our social media to a virtual assistant. How much does something like this cost, Diana? 
Yeah, and that is that is a great question, um, and and really it it depends on you know virtual assistants. It depends on their specialty, but the going rate is um, between twenty five to a hundred uh, an hour up, um, and it's like the specialty is what makes a difference for a VA like you know for myself. I do PR and marketing. Um, so my hourly rate is right around um, 65 to $80 an hour. Um, now, if you do, you know, the web design, you know, that's more specialized. That's going to be right up in that area as well. Um, for a VA that maybe do just administrative, which is really, um, they, they are still very, very skilled and can help you with so, so many things, too, in addition to administrative. Um, so don't just think when you hear administrative that all they're going to do is type your document. They just do so much ex- so much more too, um, but they usually tend to be right around the 25, 35, 45 um, hour rate. Um, a lot of virtual assistants work on retainer, and with retainer, um, the more hours that you utilize, the less the hourly rate. Um, so, like if you would book for 12 hours, you know you're going to get you know maybe $10 off that hourly rate. 20 hours, you maybe $15 off the hourly rate. Um, and then you know some virtual assistants also work on packages where you would sign up. Um, they have like a social media package that is this much. Um, they have a package that for um, you know, article marketing. So there's many ways that they can work. And one of the things that we always say is, you know, cheaper, you know, the really skilled virtual assistants, you know, and you can tell by their site, um, they are worth their weight in gold um, because mm-hmm. in that hour they know what they're doing and they're just able to just get in there and do it correctly and then just do all that other stuff that you really need done. So, you know, it's not always, you know, don't always go for the lower price. You know, go for what you really, really need done. And and that's really the way to look for, a, you know, a virtual assistant to, to help you with your business. No, I think that's such a great point because if you're going to pay somebody less money and it takes them twice as long to get the job done, why not just pay the qualified person, maybe not double, but what they're worth and you actually get the job done in half the time. So, um, Mm -hmm. Right. Super and we're important. virtual assistants, they're a very proud bunch, which is a great thing. I think most entrepreneurs are, but, you know, they really thrive on just being the best they can be. And so, you know, it's just, and they love, uh, you know, all the virtual assistants I know, they just love being able to do what they can for their clients. And, to, to you know, most of the clients just rave, that, oh, yes, I don't know what I ever did without them, you know. So that's, yeah. it's really great. They really, they take their clients into consideration and really want to make them succeed. I think that's so important. So that leads into tip number one, charge what you are worth. Right. So I think that that was super, super important. And sometimes as entrepreneurs, it's so funny, Diana, I am always just doing everything for everyone for free. And I recently hired an assistant and she looks at me and she's like, oh, no, 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 this has to change, (laughs) you know, because time is money and you really have to value what you are worth. So I think that that's super great, great point. Right. So let's move on to tip number two. Two, be passionate about your business and make sure the business you choose is the right choice. Tell us about that. Yes, absolutely. That is, you know, when you start your business, there's so many businesses that you can go into, 
you know, and, and, you know, as you're an entrepreneur, you're sitting there thinking, oh, I want to do this, I want to do this, you know, really go into something, think about, you know, five years from now, am I going to be, you know, you might have different skills, you might be doing different services, but is this something that's really going to satisfy me? Because when you're passionate about it, you know, you know, it does take you putting in a lot of hours in your business, but when you're loving what you do, it does not feel like work. Yes, most entrepreneurs, when they're done for the day, they don't even realize that the day's over. They just want more time to get more things done <laughs> and you know that's how we are you know that's yes. goal. so but you know really be passionate about it make sure you have the skills too um you you can always learn along the way you know and that's you know don't think that you know a lot of the a lot of entrepreneurs too think that well i don't have everything i need for that you know you don't have to have it all there's no reason you know you, no one can know everything at the beginning um, but just make sure you have the appropriate skills so that when you go into it, you, you have a good understanding of what's required to do that business. So yeah, passion is so important. I think that's a great point. But as entrepreneurs, I hate to say it, I think we're cursed with the fact that we have so many ideas. And I just want to add to that, that not only do you have to be passionate about what you do, you have to make sure you stay focused. And we have right. ideas popping into our head. Diana, I'm sure you're like me. It's like, okay, take out that notebook. I have a notebook that says ideas. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> a great idea. Notebook. And put it in there. And I have to hold myself back half the time from acting on all of my ideas. So stay focused. I think that's super important. That is so, so true too. You know, and when you're focused, you get so much more accomplished. And, and I love your ideas booklet. I mean, I think, I think that's just so great because you know, when it's down in black and white, you know, even if you can't act on it right then, as long as it's down, you can go back to it and then say, okay, now I'm ready for this. You know, what do I need to do to make it happen? Yeah, so important. So, okay, we'll move on to tip number three, never stop marketing. We touched on this a little, but tell us more. And, and that is, you know, and we did touch on it, and this is the biggest mistake I, I see entrepreneurs and business owners making is that they just, you know, even when they're, even with products, they think they got the website up, they've done their initial burst of PR, you know, and, and you know, they, they've, they've got the clients coming, you know, they got a couple people signed up for their newsletter, you know, even a hundred or two, you know, they're feeling really confident, but then they stop. And then, then they question, you know, the first month things are still going okay, you're still getting sales in, and then they wonder, what happened? You know, I, I, I'm not seeing the sales I did. You know, marketing is it's like, you know, you constantly, you know, have to be out there doing something, keeping in front of your, you know, your, uh, your not only your potential new clients or, or customers, but even your current ones. You know, they love seeing, you know, that you're yes. out there. They love connecting with you. So I even, think you're so right about that, yep. but I have to be totally honest with you, Diana. I am so guilty at this uh -oh. because, <laughs> I mean, after I was on national TV, I got so much exposure. It was unbelievable, and I was on a high, and I was doing great, but then what happens is, you know, I had to develop my product. I had to develop my business, and the only thing I can say is... You have to keep that momentum going no matter right. what you have to do. And if it means outsourcing, do what you got to do to Absolutely. keep 
to keep in the eyes of everybody. So I think right. that's super, and, super important. Yeah, and isn't it now, like, to get back out there and do it again, you almost feel like you have to start at ground zero, whereas you, if you continue to do it, it just feels, again, like that way of life. This is what I do, you know. So. Yeah, I think that's great. So tip number four is get help and outsource. Well, we just kind of said that, and that's super important. Do what you love, do what you're good at, and everything else. Try to find reliable people to outsource. Right, right. And, and, and there, too, you know, not just, you know, workers, but, you know, a lot of times, you know, can you even outsource some of the, the personal things that you have to do? You know, if you, yeah. you know, even, you know, some business owners, you know, they, they outsource, um, you know, having somebody come in and help with the house every once in a while, or especially if a big event is coming. So think of it as like outsourcing, like, to a virtual assistant or to a marketer or, or someone like that. But also think, is there other areas in my life that I can just get help in? That would make yeah. my life easier, and that's what you want. You want, you know, if it, you know, if it, you know, especially if you're working at home, you know, if you can have somebody come in every, you know, once a month or something, and that's what you need for your sanity, do it. Yeah, you know what, Diana? It's funny that you should say that because I don't know. My days of being superwoman are over. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I said to my husband, you know what? I I just I can do it, but I don't want to do it. That's it. I, I want to spend time with my more time with my children. I want to spend more time on my business, and I don't need to be doing the vacuuming. Right. And he agreed. So thank goodness we were on the same page with that. Yeah. So, and and the thing is, you think it's most of those things. You you always think it's going to be so expensive, and then you realize that it's it doesn't have. It, a lot of times, it's not as expensive as you thought, you know? Yeah, and your time is worth money. It right. goes back to that. So, right. um, super And because important. you work at home, sometimes I think that, that I, I work better in when my environment is cleaner or just, you know, when I'm not worried about other things. I just work. I'm more productive. And that's okay. priceless. Yeah, no, you're so right. So tip number five, I'm just going to tell the listeners what it is. Always give clients more than they can ask for. And you know what? I get a feeling, Diana, you're all about that. So one more time, we're coming up to the close of our show. Tell us how we can get in touch with you. Tell us your website again. Sure. It's virtualwordpublishing.com. Perfect. Well, Diana, thank you so much for taking the time to be on Paying It Forward. And to my listeners, thanks for listening and thanks for being a part of Paying It Forward. And we will see you again next week. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on Togginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons,